Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello. Welcome to the new year. This is the first episode for 2021 and I'm just excited to be hitting record again, being back in Melbourne, being home again. Um, I took a bit of time off over Christmas, so it was actually the first time that I've closed down my gym um, during the Christmas New Year period. And I'm so glad that I did it because it it gave everyone in my team a chance to reset, reflect and take some much needed time off after the craziness that was 2020. Um, I shooted over to Gold Coast for a week and it was so nice. Um, It was so freaking hot. I actually used to live in Brisbane when I first came to Australia. Um, So I've definitely lived in the heat before, but having lived in Melbourne for a number of years now, it's just like... Oh my God, I forgot how hot it was. So it was beautiful to spend some time with my family and Lexi, my three and a half year old, to be around her cousins. That was so, uh, it was just so beautiful to see that family relationship kind of unfold. Um, But yeah, I came back and have been into a really busy week in my gym. Um, Lots of opportunities over the last week, which has been awesome. One of them was um, we had 35 gymnasts come and train at my gym midweek from a high-performance gym club here in Melbourne. And it was ages from 11 up to 20 of just girls. And it was the best fucking day ever. Um, and we've just had so many new clients coming through and, and, you know, getting started with us in the gym. So it's just been an awesome first week to the new year. Um, but I have got caught up in restrictions from Brisbane. So I'm actually isolating for a few days because of the interstate travel, but you know what, it just feels like a bit of a continuation from 2020. Um, and I'm just taking it how it is. It's a great start to the new year for me. So I hope you guys have had an awesome start to the new year. Um, And that's exactly where I wanted to go with this episode today. So I I was thinking about, okay, where do we start? It's now January the 10th when I'm recording this. Um, People have had a few days, a few days off, hopefully a bit of time to unwind, reflect. Um, But now it's it's all systems go. So today's episode is going to be five things to hit 2021 on the right foot as a business owner. And there's so many things that I could talk about, but I really wanted to make sure that I gave you guys a concise list of, you know, big bang for your buck type um, advice. So I've got five things that I wanted to cover today and we're going to get straight into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is taking the long lens with your fitness business. So what the hell is the long lens? 
Now, for us in the fitness industry, um, the fitness industry is hard and fast. There is a lot of turnover. There is a lot of change. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of saturation within our market. And I do think that sometimes people want to go too hard, too fast. And a lot of the time we don't see the same people in the industry from one year to the next. Now, I'm not interested in being one of those people, nor am I interested in mentoring people that are hard and fast making, you know, the the highest cash they can just to push themselves forward in the short term. I'm interested in helping people build careers and build lifestyles in the fitness industry because I love this industry so, so much. And when I'm saying to talk about the take the long lens, I want you to think about the long lens of where you're wanting to go in the fitness space. So paint the picture of what you want the next three to five years to look like. And when I say this to people, when we start to open into this conversation, they're like, oh my God, that's such a hard question. I don't even know where to start. But you know what? When we actually just sit down and have a conversation, it's because they're fucking scared to let themselves dream a little bit. Now, when you're taking the long lens, allow yourself to just go anywhere with your thoughts. What would you love your days to look like in three to five years time? What would you love your living environment to look like? What would you like your business to look like? Would you like to be surrounded by people in your business? Would you like to have a team? Would you like to have someone that works virtually alongside you? Would you like to be in a different space to where you're at now? Just entertain some thoughts and take it, you know, on an approach where don't ask yourself, is this realistic or not? I find when people are asking themselves this question of where they want to be in the next three to five years, they already put a damper on it because they're like, oh, I don't know if this is achievable. Well, I'm not asking you that question. I'm asking you to paint a picture of the next three to five years of what would be the dream of what you're wanting to live and be involved in. Um, You know what? So if we think about your actual work environment, um, as I've just mentioned there, I also want you to think about what would you like your earning capacity to be like? What would you like to have in your life? Would you like to have a home? Would you like to have a new car? Would you like to contribute to community? Would you like to contribute to family? What would be the absolute ideal that you would just love to fucking do um, in the next three to five years? And don't, don't, hinder yourself. Don't put a limit on yourself. Don't ask yourself, is this realistic? So one way that you can do it is think about different areas of your life. So you could think, okay, well, taking the long lens on long lens on my work, what would I like my business to look like? What would I like my working environment? So business could be the major header. And then under that major header of business, you could then do some subheadings. So environment, team, collaboration, earning potential, clientele and then just let it out just brain dump and let yourself go wild then on another heading you could go take the long length on what I want my lifestyle to look like subheadings could be work days what do I want my, what do I want my actual days to look like do I not want to do sessions at 6 a.m do I want to have two nights off per week as a fitness business owner Um, you know, think about your lifestyle. Do I want to be in a flat where I don't have to be sharing with someone else? Do I want to have my own flat? Do I want to have my own home? Do I want to pay off my, 
um, like car debt? Do I want to get into my own home? Whatever. Paint the lifestyle. Do I want to be traveling? Do I want to have a business that allows me to have some freedom and go to different countries? Then you can keep going from that. Another heading that you might put might be financial and then subheadings from that. Debt debt might be a subtitle um, or subheading, sorry. Do I want to pay off um, any loans? Do I want to get rid of credit cards? Do I want to um, you know, get rid of afterpay, then you could go above bottom line. So your credit, do I, do I want to have $20,000 in my own personal savings? Do I want to have, um, the ability to buy something for myself every single month? I don't know, whatever floats your boat, but take the long lens of where you want to go. Let yourself go there get excited because we what we what we focus on expands and if you're constantly focusing on is this realistic I don't know if this can happen and putting all these limits on yourself then guess what you're going to get the results of being limited think abundant let yourself go wild and just paint all the dreams that you want okay next one point number two set some goddamn goals and targets oh my golly As a fitness business owner um, and as someone that mentors coaches, I find that people are so reluctant to set goals and more importantly, set fucking targets around their goals. You know, it's one thing to set a goal around your fitness business and go, okay, cool, I want to earn $100,000 this year. But then when they're thinking like when they've got the the goal of $100,000, they might go, all right, cool, that means I need to earn, you know, X amount per quarter. Um, $250,000 per, sorry, no, that was wrong, $25,000 per quarter. But then they don't have any targets from week to week, month to month to even help them get to their quarter. So don't be that guy. Don't be that person that's like, I want to earn $100,000. And then they don't set up any fucking targets to move them closer towards that big goal. And then they don't check in with those targets on a regular basis. So I'm sitting in my office and I have got target post-its fucking everywhere. Now I'm going to talk to you about post-it kingdom. So post-its, we all know the little post-it notes. Um, I like to put post-its up everywhere of revenue targets, of sales targets, of things that are pushing my business forward so that it is always fucking around me. And then I can see what I'm working towards because what we focus on expands. Now I actually like to count down. So what a post-it kingdom is the most the one that I'm looking at on the side of my eye is my revenue target for this current financial year. So I'm currently halfway through this financial year and I had a revenue target and I broke the revenue target down into smaller increments and put up 20 post-it notes. I had different lines of that small increment and every single week I am looking at my books and I'm looking at a report that gets provided to me from my PA And it's got a year-to-date earning in terms of revenue. And I can see from week to week how much my weekly year-to-date earning is. And then I take that off when I've earned that increment. So instead of going up, I actually like to go down because it gives me the sense of 
it's like um it's like a descending pyramid if you're if you do have you've done something like that in training before like an ascending pyramid you know when you try when you do reps from 6 8 10 12 going up it feels fucking never ending and it's just like this mental mind fuck of you're starting little and you're going up 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 when as we whereas you've got a like a training protocol that's a descending pyramid and you're starting from 20 reps and you're going down 20 18 16 14 etc like it's shit at the start because it feels so far away but as you keep going further and further down you're like oh my god it's actually closer than I actually think and that's why I like to do a post-it kingdom of my goal which is my revenue target and then write them down and then pull that increment down when I've achieved it and I can see here that I had a goal um, by the end of December to be at a certain point on my post-it kingdom because I knew what I was searching for Um, and I smashed it and I'm so on track to get my revenue target for this current financial year Um, and I'm going to be selling a new program for my power program which is my group mentoring program I'm looking to have eight people maximum within that program and you better fucking believe that I'm going to put eight post-it notes up that are blank and then when I get someone into that program I'm going to be writing them their name and doing some fucking smiley faces on it and ticks on it and all that kind of stuff Um, And then I'm going to pull that name off and put it on another side so I can see what's signed and what's not signed. And it just gives me this visual all the fucking time to work towards. So set some goddamn targets around your goals, but make sure you're checking in in with your targets regularly. It is not enough to do it once every quarter because a quarter, you only get four of those in a year as a fitness, fitness business owner. That's only four times that you'd be checking in. So go ahead and whether you want to do it weekly and monthly, I like to do it weekly and monthly um, because guess what? I ain't taking any fucking chances. I determine my success um, and it gives me just a really good parameter of tracking about where I'm at. So set some targets. Um, Let's just backtrack a little bit. Set some goddamn fucking goals for this year around your fitness business. Now, I'm just going to do a little bit of a point, and I am not meaning to come across as a bitch slap in your face. However, um, I'm going to go here, and if you're receiving it that way, well then, cool. When it comes to running a fitness business, I do find that a lot of coaches come into the industry because they're wanting to help people. Me too. Like, literally, I fucking do this job because I love seeing women uncover their strength and see how that strength plays out into different areas of their life. It fucking lights my soul on fire. Now, that is all good and well, and that is a noble cause, and that's what drives me to keep going in my fitness business. However, I'm not going to bury my head in the sand and then just rely on that to fucking stay in this industry because you need to be making money in your fitness business to be paying off your fucking bills, to be paying your rent, to be paying your staff if you have staff. Like I'm under no illusion that I just can't sit here and go, oh my gosh, you know, my Y is going to pull me through when I've got X amount of bills coming. It's going to figure itself out, blah, blah, blah. No, I need to have some goals around my earning potential. I need to have some goals around my profit margins. I need to have some goals around how many clients I have in my facility because if I don't have those things, that ain't going to allow me to serve women and help them uncover their strength. I'm just not going to be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to keep my doors open. So, Yes, it's all good and well to set goals and be in this position of, you know, I'm wanting to help and transform and all that kind of stuff. Fucking yes, because 
Um, that's why most of us get into the industry. However, take it a little step further and let's like take the rose cult, like rose tinted glasses off and start to set some goals around remaining in this fucking industry. Because I don't think that it, that you should be embarrassed or that it's shameful to say, you know what, I want to help people, but I also want to have a fucking awesome life. You know what? I want to do that too. I want to have a facility that is untouchable. It's fucking unrivaled here in Melbourne. But I also want to make sure that I can provide a home for my family and I want to have a room for my daughter that I can paint her walls and decorate it because I want my own home and I'm in my own home. So I don't think that you know, wanting things for yourself is selfish alongside wanting to help people. Um, and if that's some, if that's a, like something that you feel and you're not setting goals because you think it's selfish to want things for yourself, then there's some internal um, thought patterns that you might need to tackle through some reflection work. So that's point number two is set some goals, set some goals around your fitness business and set some fucking targets to make sure you're actually getting towards your goals. Okay. Now quickly on a side note, when you're setting goals, give it some fucking meaning. Okay. Because meaning is what is going to push you forward when you can't be asked getting up in the morning. Meaning is what's going to help you get through the challenges, i.e. 2020. If I didn't have meaning behind my my goals of wanting to help women uncover their uh, uncover their strength, I would have closed my gym down in a pandemic. But my meaning and my why was enough for me to keep going because I knew that my the women in my community needed to have our space. So meaning is so, so fucking important in your goals. I'm not going to keep going on about it. This is not a podcast about that, but please make sure you've got something that's a bit more than I'm going to earn a hundred thousand fucking dollars. Okay. Step, uh, sorry, point number three. Let me just take a swig of water. Just got really jazzed up about that one. All right. Point number three. Oh, fine. Put a fine tooth comb through your goddamn foundations. So what I mean by that is your foundations of your fitness business. Okay. If we think about your foundations, we're thinking about things like your products and services. What do you actually offer to your clients? That's one foundation is the value, the service that you offer. Another foundation is your finances, knowing how much you're spending on expenses, knowing how much money is coming in. That's another foundation topic, uh, foundation area. Another foundation area, your admin documents, um, your terms and conditions, your waiver and release, your consultation forms, your check-in, your monthly check-in forms, whatever you've got, that's another foundation piece of your fitness business. Um, another foundation piece could be, um, what else can we say here? Like your processes around signing someone into your gym or your business, um, your step-by-step guide of how you do that. Whatever are your foundation pieces, so I definitely think your products and services is one, your admin documents and all of that kind of paperwork is one, your financial position is another one, um, like the inclusions within your services, so what your training actually involves, not just from week to week, but like month to month. So look at your foundations, the things that you do every single week and every single month in your fitness business, and Make sure that shit is solid. Take some time to run a fine tooth comb through those foundations 
and be really honest. Like, fuck, my terms and conditions need an update or shit. I don't even fucking have terms and conditions. Clients could leave whenever I want. So take the time to spend a half a day in your fitness business and go, all right, cool. What am I actually doing week to week, month to month? And a way to figure that out is to do a time order. So if you're unsure what your foundation pieces are in your fitness business, those are some ones that are like, like they're non-negotiable shit, okay? But you can do a time order. So from the moment that you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and write the time um, and fill in the time and the tasks that you're doing and just do the same shit for a week. Like like you might get someone to do a food diary, do it with your own time. And it's going to reveal what is the stuff that you do on repeat from week to week. Um, and you can identify if that's a foundation piece and you need to have a look at, do I need to streamline this? Um, do I need to systemize this further? Do I need to fucking get rid of it? Okay, so fine, put a fine tooth comb through you through your foundations in your fitness business. So admin docs, services, what's included in your services, your value, uh, your financial position, your hard coaching, your like your hard coaching, so your programming, your templates, all that kind of shit. Don't just let this stuff go into 2021 and it's loose as shit and it's not consistent. Okay, so that's point number three. Now, point number four, find find your circle of influence and find your circle of accountability, find your circle of support. Ah, oh, man, I just, I've been in the industry for eight years now. And when I first got into the industry, it was lonely. Um, and I would definitely say that would have, that was the case for a good, like three to four. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, about three years. And you know, if you're in a commercial space, you're going to have people that are other coaches there. You're going to have like fitness directors and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's not necessarily like a structured setting. And I think it's so important to have people in your immediate circle that are there to challenge you, support you, bounce ideas off. And I'm not talking about a circle of people that are your fucking friends. Although that is great, I'm talking about a circle of influence that will help you push forward as a business owner, a collaboration group, a mentoring group, um, you know, another coach that you meet consistently with, another few coaches that you meet consistently with. It's like friends and family and partners are fantastic. Obviously, they are here to support us, but you know what? I'm going to be straight up here. A lot of the time, that's what they do. They support us, but they don't fucking challenge us. And in order to grow, we need to have challenge. In order to grow, we need to have like honest perspective. So find a circle of influence that are willing to like be straight up with you and, you know, put like shine some light on some of your business shit. Um, and I am just the, the group that I'm working with now and my mentoring group. So we've got current la- seven current ladies that I'm working with um, in our six-month six mentoring group. And holy shit, the, the collaboration of the group, the bounce off of the group, the support they give each other, the perspective they give each other, the playback, the forward thinking, blah, blah, blah. It's just incredible. And I've done a number of different group mentoring programs throughout um, my time of, of being in the industry, and that's what pushes me. So find the right group for you. It doesn't have to be big, but it needs to be someone that you trust, a group that you trust, 
um, and that you can just be honest with. And don't just go for a group that is supportive. Find people that challenge you because a lot of the time we have got a lot of support in our life, but we often don't have a lot of challenge. And like muscle growth, if you don't have enough resistance being applied to your body and being applied to the muscle group, you are not going to grow. You're not going to have that desired adaptation of muscle growth. And it's the same as challenging yourself with your personal growth and your business growth. So find your circle of influence. Okay. And point number five, the last one is set some structure in your week. Um, and this is actually something that I'm going through right now as well. Um, where I need to rethink my structure for my week as a business owner. So I currently have three different businesses that I operate. Um, I've got my gym, which is um, a separate business. I have got my mentoring um, business, and that's a different company. And then I've also got a new business that I've created, which is an awesome fucking apparel line that I'm launching in a couple of weeks. Um, shameless little plug. It's called Women Who Lift Apparel on Instagram. Um, and I've got three different things that are going on now. And... Like, I just need to have more structure within my week of making sure that I don't drop the ball on one thing over the other, um, because all three of them require time, attention, um, and consistently doing so. So set some structure in your week. And the way that I'm thinking about this right now is I'm not necessarily setting separate days for each business, um, because like, especially a gym for one. Um, that is definitely the, the one business that requires most of my attention. Um, it's the biggest, it's the biggest contributor of my three businesses and my wealth position. Um, so sometimes I need to make a hustle on a 2 PM Tuesday when that's not being put into my calendar. So I, I'm not like dedicating each day to each business, but I'm certainly doing like time blocks. So I used to do this when I had one business, which was the gym, and I would dedicate like a set time in the morning from a Tuesday, let's just say from nine to 11 to writing. Um, and I just need to be going back to doing something like that. So I'm going to be blocking more things in my calendar. So I might do a Monday. So Monday is typically where I do my mentoring with my my one-on-one clients. Um, and then I check in with my team. So the morning is going to be mentoring. Um, and then like, so for example, eight to 12 mentoring session one-on-one. Um, and then the other hours that I'm not physically with a client, it's checking in with my mentoring clients, seeing where they're at, seeing what they need, writing posts for the groups, writing resources, blah, blah, blah. Then it's going 12 to one, checking with my team, all that kind of stuff. So make like blocks of time. And I'm, I would, my advice here is to not make a block of time of one hour because I don't know about you guys, but for me, if when I get into a groove and I'm an hour in, like it's not enough time. So I like to do blocks of like two and a half to three hours. I find that when I've got three hours, I can kind of relax and kind of feel into that time period in which I've set aside. Whereas one hour, I just don't feel like I can get enough clear space to really uncover what I need to be doing. So set some structure. The last point here is set some structure in our week. Um, Friday, like for example, I encourage every fitness business owner to do this on a Friday is set aside some time from 2 to 3 p.m. or whatever it is to look over your goddamn books, to reconcile your payments through zero, to look at your direct debit account and make sure if there's any payments that have bounced or whatever and you need to follow that up. Make sure you're doing your tracking sheets around who attended and who didn't. Um, 
you know, just like set some fucking structure, like finances, set some structure around finances in your week, around checking in, set some structure around like how your goals are tracking, set some structure around writing content, structure around, um, you know, some white space to think about your clients. So go ahead and set some blocks of time and put it into your calendar. This is my morning of doing writing content. This is my afternoon of reconciling my books and looking at my cancellations and my attendance because that will give you some red flags around cancellations and attendance. You know, people might not be engaging with your fitness business or your services. So that's point number five. Set some structure within your week. Okay, so those are the five tips and I'm just going to quickly go over them again. So number one, take the long lens, let yourself dream, let yourself go there. Don't think what is realistic. I'm not interested in having a short and fun time and I'm interested in having a long, abundant, you know, exploration, creativity, blah, blah, blah. I'm interested in having that in the fitness business, in the industry, because I fucking love this industry and I'm going to be here for another 10, 20 years, whatever I choose to do. Point number two, set some goals and set some goddamn targets around your goals and make sure your targets, you touch base frequently with them. Once every quarter is not enough, guys. um, Point number three, Put a fine tooth comb through your foundations, you know, go into the lens of going, all right, I'm coming in with the idea of seeing where my shit needs to be pulled up. Don't be that guy that doesn't fucking have any terms and conditions, honestly. Like we're beyond that now. Don't be that guy that doesn't have a consultation form. Don't be that guy that doesn't have a fucking waiver and release form. Okay. Uh, Point number four, find your circle of influence. I just am such an advocate of collaborating and sharing thoughts perspective with other people um but be mindful about who you choose because your circle of influence will matter if you're constantly around people that are you know debbie downers or negative nancy's or making you think small then fuck you're going to be influenced in that way as well so go with the dreamers go with the people that want to challenge you and that push you um and that quite frankly you might hate sometimes because those are the people that are going to help you push forward And then the last point is to set some structure in your week. And that one is pretty self-explanatory. Okay. So guys, 2021, um, I'm just, I'm so excited about this year. I've got some awesome stuff that's happening for me personally um, with my businesses. And I've done a lot of reflection over the last two weeks. So um, if you haven't done any reflection work, make sure that, you know, you're taking some time to ask yourself some questions around what worked last year, what didn't work, because as we're heading into the new year, what we focus on expands. And if you're constantly focusing on, you know, pessimistic, negative shit, um, you know, you're not going to find those opportunities. You're not going to move into that space of abundance and creativity and, and explore what is possible for your business. So that's it, guys. I will speak to you next week. I hope those tips helped you and I look forward to hitting record next week. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you got some good stuff out of that episode. Um, I really felt that I was just super excited when I was recording that one today. I'm really, I'm just feeling such a good sense of excitement leading into 2021 after a hard year. Um, And I think that those five tips I went over are so relevant wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the year. It doesn't necessarily have to be for the start of the year. Now, a few things to note here. So I have got my next mentoring group intake. 
um, for my power program. So that will be coming up in March 2021. Um, and oh my gosh, I am loving this program so much. So it is a six month mentoring program where we go complete deep dive on where your business is at. We scour uh, what I refer to as the six business buckets so that we can see that your business is set up to be profitable and thriving and actually be a business that is set up for you and your lifestyle. Um, because there can certainly be information that is put through about how we need to set things up. But I think it's important to understand that success is relevant to you. It's specific to you and your business can be set up that way. So if you're interested in learning more about the six-month mentoring program that's coming up for intake, you can head, head to womaninstrength.com.au and all the details are there. I would also appreciate if you can review this podcast. Um, if you like the episodes, please share them on your Instagram. Please send them to people that you think might get value out of it. And also, I would love to get DMs more around what you want to hear um, because this podcast is set up for fitness business owners to thrive and build the businesses that support their lifestyle. All right, guys, that's it from me, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.